You may know by now that we love books, we love uh, reading and discussing uh, different books. In the last uh, podcast, we talked about an author uh, named Austin Cleon, and we talked about his book, Still Like an Artist. Today is a continuation of this. We're going to talk about his second book, which is Show Your Work. The first book of Austin uh, was Still Like an Artist, we mentioned in a previous podcast, and it was released in February 2012. And it was a huge success, so I guess the publisher, not being so stupid, asked him to do another book. And as you know, especially when you are super lucky with the first book, it's actually really hard uh, to do a second one, because then you don't have the magic of the first one. And uh, I think he was smart in not trying to be so different from the first one. And in a way, the format is the same. We are still on 200 pages, 10 rules, and uh, very similar uh, layout, black uh, background. So it's a very similar book in many ways. So show your work is also a call to action and uh, to get you started. First uh, rule is uh, you don't have to be a genius. Again, it goes, this one is very similar to Still Like an Artist. Then one thing that we talk a lot in Kaizen is Think process, not product. So look at the practice, but not the outcome. Share something small every day. This is very interesting. And this, you have now tools that really allow this easily, like Instagram, where publishing something is not complicated. Open your cabinet of curiosity. This is fun because it's a very French thing. It was during the Renaissance, uh -huh. where aristocrats would do collect strange things. And that's what we call cabinet of curiosity. Oh, really? And so this is basically open the doors to the things that interest you, even if you think they are not connected between them. People will make sense out of those. Then one that we talk uh, during the podcast, which is very important for us, which is tell good stories. So this one is storytelling. Six is teach what you know. And again, teaching, as we said, for us is a way to learn. So again, very important and very interesting. Don't turn to human spam. I think that one, we all know that there are trolls on the internet. They are also um, very uh, opportunistic person that basically contact you on social media only when they have to sell you something or they want likes, they want review or things like this. So it's important to not be one, especially if you don't like that kind of behaviors. Uh, don't act like a jerk if you don't want, don't like jerk, basically. Learn to take a punch. Uh, this is like life. Life uh, will uh, play with uh, you and your plan. And so be ready for that. Sell out, which is that uh, there is a book called Thrive, uh, The Thriving Artist, which talks about this where as an artist, you have to make a living. Uh, this is also connected to what we do uh, when we say set your price as an independent worker. And then stick around. This is the beauty and the value of uh, keep doing what you do and not uh, give him up at the first uh, problem.
think process, not product, is something I really liked in this book, and it's something we teach, we try to communicate. Uh, it's more about the process than the end result, and this is what you have to also show to those people to get the feedback and to develop something even better and deeper. So, what is your take on this one? It's very interesting to focus on your learning curve, your learning journey, and your practice, and to find your voice by doing. You can learn from behind the scene, and the process where it's interesting, it's that it has a compounding effect. This is really what we explain in Kaizen, where you are not blocked or impressed or stressed by the last and the outcome, mm -hmm. but you are really into day-to-day, -day, and this is the daily improvement and change for better of Kaizen, which is there. And the interesting thing here in this book is that he connects it into something also that we recommend, which is document what you do. And in a way, if this process is a struggle, it's even better because you have things to talk about And so you can share something small daily. And there is one aspect that I really like. One of the main questions I always receive by students, coaches, or is where do I start? What's my next move? What can I do? I don't know where to start. And basically from a goal, you have to define activities that will support your purpose. And so you have those small activities And they will be like blocks and small bricks, and you are building something without having to think of that something. So you want to focus on the small elements, and you want to first do something small daily. You want to be very consistent on that. And that daily dispatch, I would call him, he said that you have to share it. And I think one good aspect of it is that then you get compounds and segmented feedback on small things and you will get also an audience so you build your body of work and you show your work but in a very um, streamlined workflow meaning one day you start you draft something you work You sleep overnight on it, in the morning you say, okay, so what? Is it interesting? Is it helpful? Is it fun? If one of the questions, the answer is yes, then publish. Hmm. So don't overthink it. And I think one of the ideas of being in the flow is that if you have that frequency and you stick to it, you cannot overthink too much. You cannot be stuck into perfectionism and you can avoid procrastination because basically you don't have the time for it. So I like the idea of the process and I have like the idea of not waiting to be perfect to start to share because then you get feedback knowing that you will improve by the number of iteration. So if you have a small piece of work that you can share and that this can connect to another piece of work then you build something without having to think yet of your whole body of work that's going to be happening in a month, in two months, three months, six months, if not a year. And a very simple thing about this, we are a learning center, we are interested in all the methods about time management, 
learn management and things that are related to plant-based cooking. And so this podcast is exactly like this, where we talk about the process, we talk about the struggle, we try to give our how-to, we are completely transparent, we want to stay authentic, so there are things that we don't talk about because this is not our topic. And from what should have been four episodes of podcast to start with, now we are more at 40, so it's 10 times more in a very short time. So that's exactly the idea where you think more on how to start and that you have to start as quick as possible. And your feedback in all of this really helps. So please continue sending us messages and uh, asking questions. I can really relate to uh, at the moment to what you were talking about because I'm in the process of creating micro content for myself, uh, creating different kind of videos. Uh, really random but with some uh, restrictions so I always have a similar pattern and I really try to boost my creativity with this kind of content in this I'm implementing uh, storytelling and as you mentioned telling stories telling good stories especially is one of the most important thing in communication so let's touch on uh, the chapter where he talks about uh, telling good stories and how to tell them. And I will connect also to Teach You Know, because we had uh, in one podcast, we talk about storytelling for teaching. So here, obviously, as a learning center, I will connect the two ideas. Storytelling is really important. Let's say I want to convey an idea. If I have a nice story, it's very likely that you will remember my small story. It's a way to brand yourself. It's a way to be authentic because the way you tell a story is always un unique. Stories tend to have very similar structure, but the way uh, you sequence those structure and the way you highlight certain aspects is very personal. What I like about this idea is that showing your work by stories will help you to be creative because already you will be remarkable because people can relate to those stories. They, maybe they are fun, maybe they are serious, maybe they are tragic, but he will give and he will help by practicing to find your own voice. Also, I think uh, in teaching, as we know, sometimes the small story is what people remember. So I like the idea, and that's why I connect to uh, Teach What You Know, which is another part of his book, where he, he has that very uh, uh, nice loop, which I actually stole, because he did a book about uh, Still Like an Artist. So on purpose, I stole this, and I put this on my story because I really like. It's a very simple loop between learn and teach. And... Uh, and there is that, and also share your secrets, and it's like a chef. Don't be afraid to share your secrets and your how-to. I think how-to is a very interesting thing to do. That's why on the podcast, basically, that's what we do all the time. Be transparent, share, because people, when you will share your how-to, it's like the open uh, software. Yeah. Open people source, yes. People will help you 
and figure out things better than you or tell oh this you can do like this and just because you you put out your work of art then people will comment and can uh, help you with their feedback in a way today we see that branding and personal branding is something very important and one way to do it in not a pushy way is in a very authentic so tell the stories from your point of view so being a storyteller is just for you to get back to really the type of things that you are curious about, that you found fun, and share that in the most authentic and uh, personal way. I like to see uh, connections between books. Uh, he has certain connection here with the previous book. In the previous book, we had a chapter on write the book you want to read. Here, he said, don't write about what you know, write about what you like. But here we have teach what you know. So the first thing to create the content, you have to start researching and writing about things you really love and you are curious about. And then when you have all of that content, now you have something to share and teach people what you now know. I love the chapter sellout also because it's uh, something that we talk about very often. We talk about uh, setting up the price as a freelancer. Uh, it's very connected to the business, but also to understand that your work has some value. Here we can also talk about the, how to create this area, this environment where it will become easy to be so creative as you should be from the start. And I will connect to something that we did also in the podcast and talk about, which was the blue zone. And basically the blue zone were places where hotspot, where you have a very high longevity in good health. The same as there are some context and some geographic points where uh, it's easy to be healthy and have a healthy lifestyle. I think in the past there were places like Paris, London, New York, where it was easy to be creative because they were an ecosystem. You were a painter, but they were a gallery, art gallery. They were exhibition all the time. So they were media, they were people that will talk about it, but you were uh, collectors were there. So what I like about this aspect is to realize that you need an ecosystem and we are part of an ecosystem, the more diversity in that ecosystem and biodiversity, the better. So here, sellout for me, and indeed we mentioned it already, especially if you are really like an artist, this means you have to find a patron or make money to fina finance time for your personal work or for your projects. This is also where by sharing your work very early, you want to people to find you recognize your art create opportunities for gathering a crew or creating an audience so finding your tribe mm -hmm. so the more and that's why you have to be authentic from the beginning because you want to in a very almost like a child uh, and a beginner mindset you try you learn you play and you share that very genuinely. You see, if a kid is doing a, a Lego uh, 
castle or mm -hmm. something, the first thing he will do is show around him <laughs> that he's so proud of what he did. Yes. And maybe there is two bricks and that's the castle. <laughs> but it's all fine. And I think this is going back to this. And this is also realizing that we are connected. So we need to interact, we need to cooperate, contribute, share. And one of the message which I think is positive is that book is to say it used to be very geographical. I took the example of New York or Paris. Mm -hmm. At some point he was uh, LA or Miami for art. And now, thanks to the internet, you may be in the very remote location uh, somewhere in Poland, but find an audience in Indonesia. Yeah. And I think for us, we realized that in the sense that when we started uh, the learning center in Thailand, we were actually not um, aware or even not uh, conscious that we would have an audience uh, in the Philippines yes. or in Malaysia, which now what we think about, first they are not that far <coughs> and they are really interested to plant-based cuisine at the moment, so it makes complete sense, but we just didn't think about that. But of course, since they have a completely different background, cultural, uh, the culinary uh, tradition are different, there is an enrichment and our cooperation makes us in a way more creative. Mm -hmm. And we learn from them, they learn from us, and this is really interesting. So I think the last part of the book and all the idea, even in the title of the book, Show Your Work, is it's a way to create connections. You create connections with people that will support your work, which is the patron, the client, you the way you want to name it. And then your tribe, people that will be like good fans, that will support your work, that will be ambassador, that will be sharing again your work. So you won't be alone to share your work. Other person will start to share your own work. And finally, find your crew in the sense that people you will work with and again, by doing co-working, they will also share their work now and which is a way to share your work. So this is something where just to realize we are not alone. We don't work in an empty pool. Yes. Uh, it's about connection.